Is it possible to honor your family while also honoring yourself? Tonight, we try and answer that question when we review Pixar's Turning Red. I'm Chad. And I'm Matt. If you're not already, come in, have a seat, and enjoy episode 47 of We Used to Talk About This at Work. All right, Matt, I am hyped up right now. I got, you know, a real live human in the studio. I got technical issues. I think we got some mic bleeding. So, like, my audio going to be on her mic. It's, it's going to be a good fucking show, Matt. A good time. And that's sarcasm, by the way. <laughs> right. It's going to be a horrible episode. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just it's all downhill from the moment we hit record. <laughs> But um, yeah, so we've got a good one in store for you all. Uh, we are welcoming back two returning guests. We've got Caitlin in studio with me right now. Hey, guys. And we've got Fran on um, in her car driving um, <laughs> on this call like this is a work meeting. So, yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me. No judgment here. Okay. It's, it's, too, it's too late, lady. It's too late. <laughs> so, you know, Fran, why are you in the car right now? Okay, so my brother's birthday was Friday. Mm-hmm. And he decided that he wanted to have a party. So my mom called me and said, we're going to have just like a small dinner party for my brother. For my, brother. my brother called me, said, hey, we're going to have this. What they neglected to tell me is that this wasn't going to be at my parents' house but somewhere else. So I showed up at my parents' house. Everything is dark. And I was like, I am confused. Are you knocking on the door? He's like, is this a surprise party for me? (laughs) He planned his own surprise party. I was like ready. I was like, um, now normally this isn't how this will work. So I'm a little, I'm a little little confused on this. And then I was told, no, it's in St. Louis. Wow, fam. Wow. So now I'm in the car driving to St. Louis and making this work. How late are you going to be for this party? Um, probably not too late because, well, my brother is organizing it. So that means it's already going to run on CP time. It was mm. supposed to start at 630. So I was really <laughs> expecting it not to start until about 730. I'm, truly, truly, I, I'll, I'll let you know if I'm right. I'll let you know. <laughs> how far away are you uh i am about close to two hours from st louis what because uh, i live in in springfield but um <laughs> no i mean like right now in the car right now in the car um how far I out i am are you? about i'm about 40 minutes out okay that's not terrible no no no, no. so caitlin what you've been up to lady i've been pretty busy man um, I had a friend come and visit last weekend and I haven't seen him since college. So I showed him around the city and we ended up going to a drag show. I have not been to a drag show in years. So that was fun. A bit nostalgic. Did that quite a bit in college. So it was fun to go out. I don't really do it that often. So, um, I definitely regretted it later, but, uh, that's for other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, um, I actually quit my job yesterday, so that is a thing. Um, 
but it's not immediate. I'm going to be finishing out sometime in April. It was long overdue, so it's a good thing. What made you want to quit? Can you give that reason out? Sure. Um, It's been uh, pretty damaging to my mental health, and I've been talking through it with my therapist quite a bit lately. Uh, I feel like... You know, my job is the topic of conversation more than anything else in my therapy sessions. So that became a big problem. Um, and they That's just weren't. That's key right there. Yeah, exactly. I'm paying all of this money to complain about my job that doesn't pay me a lot of money. So <laughs> that's a little backwards. But, you know, say la vie and we are moving forward. We're going to find something else in the industry that suits me better. I'm thankful for the experience I got there, but... They just have a lot of things that they need to work through before they expect what they expect out of their employees. So I'll leave it at that. Okay. All right. Well, um, good luck in whatever your next steps are, Kayla. Thank you. Yeah. Matt, what's been going on with you? Uh, Nothing much. Um, my son's been playing Fortnite, just like all the kids. And he was talking about, um, can I play with him one day? And I was like, no, nah, I don't play Fortnite, but then he was playing and um and i was like uh, i was feeling happy so i was like let me try out this game so i downloaded on the ps4 or whatever <laughs> i played it and um next thing you know i get uh me and whoever i was with we get number one on it so i'm like and i t- called my son in because like i had a, there was some buns i didn't know what to do with and stuff so he helped me on that one so he's like can i play with him so basically for this past week off and on I've been playing with him and his friends, and I don't like playing with kids. <laughs> they got they got new lingo and stuff. I don't know what's going on. Are you sus? Or am I or am I old for saying sus? Nah, they say sus, and he was like, "Ah, oh, man, you uh, Chuck," and I was like, "What does that mean? That means you're good." And I'm like, "Chuck? I don't know." <laughs> what? And they were saying some they were saying some other terminologies, and I was just like. Man, y'all need to shut up as I play this. And then, you know, they playing music in the background. So I'm hearing all this shit on a mic and stuff. So. It was at least yeah. music that you knew? Or is it some of that new new shit? New shit. I don't know mm. what the fuck is going on. They weren't playing no Lil Wayne. So I don't know what they was listening to. <laughs> it was all clicks and beeps, huh? Uh, yeah. So clicks and beeps. It's all right. They, they, they pretty good. Uh, but it, it gives us something to do. We're at that point now where. Me and my son can both play video games and then not just not necessarily be like Mario Kart or Wii U Sports. So now we can start getting into some video games, maybe get him in some 2K, some Madden in the future. So things are ah, good. Yes, the Black Man Starter Pack. Do you play 2K or Madden? Uh, once upon a time. Like I'm barely playing like other video games in my life right now. Yeah. Unless it's like Mario Kart, I have I have no clue. Like Animal Crossing. Mario Kart's about the far <laughs> furthest I go. Yeah, we gotta play some Mario Kart together, everybody. Yeah, let's get that do going. It. Yeah, what what have you been up to? I'm trying to. I'm working on. I'm still working on inventing Anna. I am on episode six of nine of the show, and I'm struggling, everybody. Um, Fran, Caitlin, have either of you seen the show? I have not. Uh, I have no interest. <laughs> no interest? Why not? Um, okay, so I know the story. That's fine. But, like, I don't really care about, you know, a white woman scamming. I'm just saying. Like, 
That's valid. Okay. Congratulations. You scammed. Uh, proud of it. Uh, good job. You got caught. Sorry about you. But but it's a Shonda Rhimes joint. Close to the sun. But Shonda Rhimes. Okay. Yeah. Love Shonda. Don't matter. <laughs> I'm still not interested. <laughs> I see. What happened to not only women supporting women, but black women supporting black women? What happened to that? First of all, there are other ways for me to support Shonda than watching Amanda Anna. I can rewatch Bridgerton and the new season's about to come up. You play it. Uh, yes. Yeah, I never saw that, but I hear you. Ah, now who's now who ain't supporting women? Mm-hmm. Me? Well, no, no, I'm watching that the show. not for the boys. I'm watching the show it, that two not. women said that they won't support, all right? Okay, Chad. But no, it's like that last episode, it felt like I was watching that shit for like two hours. And it's like the the episode was like over an hour long. So it felt like an HBO mm. episode. But it's just like this is interesting content, but the way it's presented is not compelling. Because like our main character is a character that they created for this show. And so they gave this main character like problems that in the grand scheme of things, I don't care about because it's like, I just want to hear all the crazy shit Anna did, but no, I got to hear about like, Oh no, the reporter that they made up for this show, she's poor and she has to interview these rich people and she's getting like a real culture shock. And it's like, cool, cool. But I didn't click play on Netflix to, to see this. So is it a docu-series or like a no, reenactment? It's it's yeah, reenactment with some stuff added in for flavor. Mm-hmm. So it's like actors and shit. Okay. Yeah. What might have been better that would have got you the short, sweet and simple version of, of this story would be, you know, I don't know, listening to Scam Goddess. <laughs> what is that? This. It's a podcast actually. Hmm. Oh, Not endorsing, like, but So yeah. it's com- it's competition, <laughs> huh? I'm just saying it, you would have got the full story. You got a couple of laughs in there and been done in, in 45 minutes. But now you're sitting here talking about a whole reporter that you don't care about. I'm just saying. Well, she's not real. That's the problem. I need, I need, I want these facts. Do you feel like Inventing Anna could have been a movie instead? I feel like it should have just been a documentary on Netflix, like maybe two parts. Mm-hmm. Like the Tinder Swindler? Never seen it. It's comparable, I feel like, but on the flip side, like the man scamming the women. Hmm. I mean, Anna scammed some women, though. Oh, not in a sexual context, obviously. But yeah, but not but everything. But the Tinder Swindler, like he he scammed the women. That was his whole scam. Was yeah, like he women. scammed women to pay for other women. Yeah, you got you got to keep the, the train hustle. going. The right? hustle. Yeah. But yeah, um, so is everybody uh, watching Bel Air caught up? I've not seen it, but I really want to. Uh, I have only seen a couple of the episodes. I, I do like them, but like, I'd be busy. <laughs> so I get that. Mm-hmm. It looks great. What's your Man. thoughts about that for the episodes that you did see? Uh, I want to beat oh. Carlton's ass, uh, <laughs> but I'm 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 hoping that there will be a nice redemption arc for him. Um, I love Coco Jones, so I'm glad that, you know, she is doing Hillary right. Is um, she? What What? What are some other things that this woman's been in? Coco Jones? Yes. Uh, she's like a Disney star. Uh, really? Yeah. 
So you go from Disney kid to Carlton's doing lines of Coke. That's this basically is, it. Yes. Th- yes. This is yes. her euphoria. It tracks. It tracks. <laughs> um, but outside of that, like, I don't think like, cause I always hear people like trying to compare it to the original fresh Prince. And I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, this, this is literally just a dramatic telling of the theme song and then the aftermath of that theme song like it skews completely left outside of same character names essentially man are you caught up yes well do your best to talk around your thoughts (laughs) um i enjoyed this episode i still have the same thing about will and lisa but fran you talked about uh a redemption arc for Carlton without giving details. There's slowly a, he's slowly coming around to make, uh, he's not as, not evil. Evil's not the right word. He's not okay. a bad, yeah, mm-hmm. without. No, so he, he's getting out of the sunken place. That's what, we're, that's what you're saying? <laughs> he's trying. Well, no. Uh, oh, no he, is, he, is, he is trying, man. He is trying. Well, well, no, but I'm saying on this episode, they, they discussed how does he deal with why he's he knows he's in this sucking place, but it's how he copes and deals with being in there. Yeah. And they finally elaborated. So now you have more sympathy for him before you had no sympathy for him. So now once they uh, outline why this stuff happens and blah, why he did this, then you're like, OK, I get it now. I, yeah, they did explain like why he has chosen the group of people he's decided to hang out with. But like even still, like I don't fully support what the reason it is, because in this episode, we discovered that there's more than two black kids at the school, you know, and so like they have a whole black student union that he has never made any attempts to connect with anyone in it, you know. And it's like, well, first of all, I didn't appreciate yeah, you're, them. They're like, just building this case of we should just beat his ass. He, he might need a real good ass whooping right. to help get him out that second. But what I didn't appreciate was like this episode, like he was talking to a black girl and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, we hang around school and stuff. And I was like, where did they, where they pull this black person out at? Like what 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 bag did they find another black person at at the school? But well, there's uh, other before this. There was other there's always other black women there, but I haven't seen any other black men there. I, I I wasn't looking in the background to so see. Yeah, like if you look in the background, there's always black women there, but there's I haven't I haven't seen a black man yet besides them two. Okay, okay, yeah. So I don't know. It's like, but yeah, but like when they said they had this whole black union going on, I was like, oh, committee thing. I was like, oh wow. But I guess there is other black kids there. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, okay, cool. But also, it's like, don't come at me. I don't think he actually said like, oh man, these are my people. These people have like taken me in, like the white people. But like, don't be over here acting like you are fucking all alone when you chose this path that you went down. But no, nah, let me defend him. <laughs> if if you if he like you know what did she say? Ah, uh, because you like cars. You like lacrosse you like this so why would i hang out even though you look like me why would i hang out with you is every time i hang out with you you're always talking about oh you not doing this this and this why can't he just why can't they just uh respect him and be his friend for the even though the shit he likes even though they don't like it 
Right, but that's the thing. Like, it goes both ways, Matt. Like, he he also didn't make an effort to try and connect with any other white people. Sorry, any other black people. And then, as a result, you hanging out with all these white people. The dude over here literally singing words with the N-word. And you doing a fucking spiritual dance in the locker room to that shit. Right, but then they explained that. That the little bit that they gave him, uh, the little parts that they accepted, he was willing to overlook all the racist shit because... They gave him the little stuff that he was doing. So that means, so like, if I go to the black people thing, they're going to ridicule me and talk about me for everything that I enjoy in my heart. Well, over here, they're going to accept me because I do love lacrosse. I do love chess. They're going to tolerate, they're going to accept that for me in this group, but they're going to say some racist shit on the slide. So he chose to go with that because they accept him for the shit that he loves in his heart. They accepted that with other side didn't. Okay, so you have black friends, right, Matt? Think so. You think so? <laughs> so isn't that like just something that we do? Even if it's shit that we like, we're still gonna shit on you for it. Just because people do it doesn't mean it's right, though. But okay, so you you just have to like not accept like some some jabs from people from your own community. But on the flip side, you would rather be called a slur or that, you know, slurs have been said in your presence so much that you become numb to it. That's the one he chose. Because, Chad, how would you feel if every time we got together, I ridiculed you for um, fucking playing with Legos and shit? Okay. As much as as much but it's as not gonna, it's not know, literally it's not literally going to be every time though it's like you make the effort to go and hang around some black people they're gonna shit on you like that first maybe that second time but then like once they get to know you it's gonna stop it's not gonna be a constant thing he didn't want to put in the fucking effort we don't know that though we we they never once said that he didn't try to put in that effort I got a question because and then they I'm, I'm figuring that they might not have addressed this but does he have any other black friends? No. Besides so, this, the only, the only one he had was Lisa. So Lisa, the girl that he likes and had some type of relationship with, right? Yeah, they used to, so, they used to date. So you got one person who was at least attempting to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. But if he never even attempted to even get to know any of the other black students, what makes you think that they wouldn't have some alternative taste that would be similar to his? That doesn't make any sense. Well, no, they, they, they never they never said he did not try to associate with black people. They said the black committee group that they have. So we don't know if he was like, I, I'm not going to mess with no black people at all. This, this and that. All she said was, oh, because the girl was like, oh, um, you were a lot cooler than what I thought you was. And he was like, what do you mean? And she was like, oh, you like lacrosse, all this other stuff. And and then she mentioned that uh, they have the black committee and how he never reached out to them, to the black committee, mm-hmm. not people so, individually. Okay, so as someone who grew up uh, surrounded being the only chip in the cookie, <laughs> um, when I went to college, I immediately found the Black Student Union or other black organizations. I, I was like, I got, to, I got to be around my people. Oh, my God, right? I don't see how he feels like. Wait, 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 wait. Before, wait, wait. Before you went to college, what was the, mm-hmm. your high school? How was it? Were you the only chip in the cookie? I, I was. It was me and my brother were the only chip in the cookie. My brother is older than me, so when he left, 
I was truly the only chip in the cookie. Like they were like, "Ooh, diversity right there." That was me. <laughs> right? can, can, okay. can, can I can I touch your hair, friend? Your your name is so ethnic. Yeah, yeah, all that. Or people mm. be like, "Well, how do you pronounce it?" The uh, uh, for the fr- yeah, that all that all the microaggressions. Mm. That was me. So, right, I guess backstory. You know, Fran, Fran's real name isn't Fran, but you know, <laughs> her, gov- her her government. Yeah, my my government name is is a little unique. Unique Jenkins, if you will. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it out loud. Cause I'm pretty sure I'm the only one. And I don't need people trying to find me. Yeah. Now I'm curious. Now hold up. Oh, there it is. It's on your thing. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. I can tell you how to pronounce it. I, I'll, off. Off. <laughs> off I, I like how Matt looked at it. He's like, oh, okay, and he took that double take. Like, wait, what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> well, no, because I was like, because I seen it, and I was like, oh, and I was like, okay, that's you can say that with no problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's very easy if you just take the time, but you know, there are a whole lot of letters in there. And... <laughs> <laughs> that, th- that throws people off. <laughs> Eventually, they just yeah. stop reading. Like, yeah, I-, I got the gist of it. <laughs> this week, we discuss turning red. I'm Maylin Lee. I wear what I want, say what I want, 24 7, 365. I, no I know, it's a lot. <laughs> but I don't got time to mess around. This is gonna be the best year ever, and nothing's gonna get in my way. May May, breakfast is ready. Coming. It's gonna be me. Our ancestors had a mystical connection with red pandas. Are you kidding me? This little quirk brought us in our family. We follow Mei Mei, who is a bit of an overachiever and a bit of a dork, but she owns who she is. Mei Mei prioritizes her family over her personal needs, and that comes to a head when she learns that her family has a curse or a blessing, depending on how you look at it, of the women in her family turning into red pandas. The movie is Mei Mei learning that she can be true to herself, but also respectful to her family in her own way. When at the end of the movie, she decides not to get rid of her panda blessing. Fran, what did you think of Turning Red? So I really enjoyed Turning Red. Now, part of this, professionally, as a therapist, right, Pixar always comes with some gems. I was like, oh, I can use that there. Oh, I can use that there. Oh, I can use that there. So, like, for me, I was like taking notes, going, let me let me note some of this stuff so I can bring up the as I encourage some of my adult clients to uh, embrace their childhood and just watch a Pixar film. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was good, and you know, I, I did like the the whole all the development things like that. Now, outside of like my professional life. Like, I also I just enjoyed it because I could relate to a lot of the just female themes and issues that I saw within it. So such as like that first period, because really and truthfully, if you can, if you think about it, you have a 13-year-old girl who potentially will be getting her first period or has got her first period and turns into a big red panda. Yeah. Who might have little anger issues, has some emotional outbursts, 
periodically doesn't know how to control her emotions. Yeah, that doesn't sound familiar whatsoever from my, my experience <laughs> at all. Um, I thought it was a cute movie. I think there were a lot of um, interesting points, you know, like underlying themes. Um, and I think a lot of it, you know, towards the end, it was more like we all have these demons inside of us that it's hard to keep at bay. But there's also those ugly parts of us that we just hide from other people in general. So, you know, going into this movie, I felt like it was focused more on becoming a woman in that experience. But really, there's something that everyone can take away from it. And there's also, you know, like the parental stuff. So, you know, it's revealed that May's mother had issues with her mother and she was so afraid of disappointing her. And then she ended up doing that. And so, you know, we always tell ourselves that we're going to be better parents than our parents ever were. And so... I think there was an attempt for that, but then it was so overbearing that May was kind of like in this trap where she was in this vicious cycle that was just going to repeat generation after generation. And so she finally broke that for herself and was like, no, I like the ugly parts of myself and I want to be this red panda. So kind of to piggyback off of that, like one of the things that I really liked was the aspect of your parents are people too, mm-hmm. right? Like your parents are people too. Like they have their own shit. And if they haven't dealt with their shit, it can be really hard on uh, your kids just to figure out like, hey, who am I? Who am I as a person and what my identity is? And so we do see that during this movie. And I, that's one of the things I really do like. I did not like this movie at all. <laughs> um, hater. go on right and um i understand uh the concept that you guys said and i feel like um me not being a woman me not having a female child to where like the stuff you guys were talking about you guys could relate to um like if you take that out of it like for example Encanto was about a movie in Colombia with Colombian culture and everything else like that. Even if you wasn't from Colombia, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is a good movie. Even if I take that stuff out, to me, this still wasn't a good movie. Like, I just didn't, like, I was bored. And honestly, if it wasn't for the podcast, I would have turned it off. So what you're saying is, like, you couldn't connect to any aspect, like, over overbearing parents or anything like that? No, like, yeah, and, and everybody, there was nobody really, all the characters, except for the dad, kind of seemed kind of annoying to me. Like, even her friends, uh, well, you know, of course, her mother and everything else like that, but, like, to me, May wasn't a good character. Like, all the stuff she was doing, she was walling out. Um, of course, her mother, like, her dad was just, you know, nonchalant and everything until the very end. Her friends were just, like, the only, the one with the braces was only like the dim one, the little short, loud one. I was, like, there was no, <laughs> honestly, the only time I, I got to where I was like, I was interested, it was Fortown. Once they started seeing it and everything, I was like, oh, this sounds kind of nice. I want to see some more of this Fortown. I was definitely vibing with the music. Some good music. Oh, the music claps. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but at the same time, I watched this with my 11-year-old son. He was tuned in and all day. He loved it and everything else like that. But Jimmy just watching it, it was just like, besides Finding Dora, this has to be Pixar's worst movie, in my opinion. 
even the the what's that dinosaur one called? Are you sure Pixar did that? Yeah, little dinosaur, last dinosaur. Fran, you got me. I something had good in it. Hold on. The good dinosaur. Yes. Well then, second to the or second to the last. So you never feel like you. So you got a hundred percent great uh, relationship with your mother. Yeah, like you never felt like you were, like not fitting in the mold that your parents had made for you. No, there was never. You didn't feel like you could have been a disappointment, but by any small decision that you could have possibly made. No, because I was a disappointment, and (laughs) a lot of this stuff was, all this stuff could have easily be handled with communication. And this is not just this movie. This is a lot of movies. All this stuff could have been handled with a little bit of communication to the fighting. And when I would say it was a disappointment was because I have an older brother and a younger sister. And my older brother and younger sister were always the the maze of the family. They were the one good grade, college and everything else like that. So where I wasn't doing good in school and everything, there was no... uh, Matthew, you have to do this. You need to do this. You're going to let us down type of thing. It was already, Matthew, do the best you can, whatever, whatever. I've never, like, the only time there was disappointment, I was grown, is when, like, I couldn't support my family later on in life. But as a kid growing up, no, there was never no super expectations put on me or anything else like that. And also, I have a great relationship with my mother where I communicate, like, overly with my mother. I shared. I told my mother the day I lost my virginity. So I, I, I've I've never had any like a lot of stuff will be if people just communicated like when she first found out she was a panda, just tell your mother you're a panda. Why are you trying to hide that? How do you tell someone you're a panda suddenly? Right, like do you don't think she, that might have been just she, a little strange. Yeah, you don't think but that's like saying, a traumatizing she's experience. She's she needs time to reflect on that. She hasn't even accepted it herself, and she's just ready to like throw that out in the world. No. If if you don't understand something, sometimes it's okay if you're a thirteen year old girl to ask your parents for help instead of trying to do it on your own. Yeah, but sometimes it's very hard to voice a an experience that if you don't know what's going on yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. she's waking up and it's just a red panda and doesn't know why, doesn't know what's going on. And uh, at some level, you have to get some type of understanding or some type of peace with that before you might be able to voice it. So it's absolutely understandable that she's freaking out going, oh, I, I can't freak out my parents because I'm now a, red, a big ass red fucking panda. Right. She was scared, man. And when people are scared, they don't they... do logical things. When my yeah, son is so... scared of stuff, when my son is scared, he doesn't try to figure out that. Like, if he's scared or something, he will come and tell me what's wrong or why he's scared. You don't know everything that's going on with okay, that. Okay, so man. you have very good, secure attachment with your son, and that is great. That's, that's but... not everybody's experience. Yes. Right. But, right. But you guys are ju- you guys are justifying why she did not tell her parents, right? Because she would she was trying to figure it out herself, right? I wouldn't right. say we're I mean, justifying. Yeah. It. We're explaining right. what, what her headspace yeah. was. 
Right, but I'm just saying, but I still don't validate what I say. If she would have told her parents that it would have helped out and she wouldn't have had experienced that stuff she spent at school of her mom chasing after her and spying on her, right? Well, I think part of it was like her mom was thinking this was her period and uh, right. was overacting and, and it's, it's very much a helicopter parent. Mm -hmm. So that, right. so that it, probably was going to happen regardless. Right, but I'm saying, like, if she would have told her pet, her her mother then about, or, or just open up the shower curtain, she would have seen her. So then the next scene of her going to school and doing all that stuff, and her mother hiding, and all of that stuff would have been avoided. But then we wouldn't have a movie to watch. Right, and you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. We can point out all these little facts, but yeah, we can point moment, out right, flaws. Right in that moment. That front brain thinking wasn't going to be happening. That fight, flight, freeze, like that was going on. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it was just um, it wasn't that it w it didn't really pick up for me. Like it was like boring throughout the thing until the until the end. Once the aunts came in and the mm -hmm. grandmother, then it then the plot and the excitement started to pick up for me. Mm -hmm. And then it went down again when. They was trying to keep the mother in the middle, and then May started dancing, and her mother was like, "Ew, gross!" I was like, "That's what makes you say ew, gross?" Is just her shaking her butt. I was like, "Okay, all right." I mean, again, as a as 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 a woman, there are some things that you know your parents really are prepared for, and sometimes you dance with your boat. Is, is one of those. I mean, I wouldn't even just say it as a woman, but like, I agree. Like, that's the theme of the movie. But like, I I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I kind of, I really felt for May. Like, I was, I was digging the way the movie opened when she was just giving a rundown of her life. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, oh, no, guys, I can't do, you know, these fun kid things with you because I got to go home and help my mom, you know, basically with our family business. Mm -hmm. And when she gets on the little metro and her one friend's like, she's so brainwashed. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, because, like, that's a cultural uh, disconnect, right? Whereas, like, uh, they're Canadian, so I'm not going to say American. But, like, Western society is like, you have your parents, you, you listen to them, but it's not to the level of, like, an Asian parent, right? And so, like that whole theme of the episode of honoring your family and honoring yourself really kind came into play. Like the moment, like her friends, like she's so brainwashed because it's like, they don't fucking understand it. Right. They don't understand like how she's raised She was raised in such a way to where it was like, these are things that I have to do. Mm -hmm. Um, disrespecting your family is like one of the worst things that is imaginable. And um, that's not always something that we think about in a West, in our Western society. Yeah, so I, I I get where she's coming from with you know keeping things from her family. Um, I get like I I can sympathize. I had I never had I never had to go through exactly the the the, the female experience of like adolescence, but I can sympathize with just like your body has changed in a very weird way. And you are just trying to navigate those waters and still live a semblance of a normal life. So, like, I really enjoyed that aspect of the movie. I mean, to me, this this movie was a lot about identity in itself, like, and her finding what her identity is and how she wants to express herself. So, 
when she's able to kind of do that, when she's saying, hey, I'm keeping my panda, I want to go to this concert, this is, this is what I want to do, and finding that balance, that's, you know, part of that key takeaway. Well, this is a very brief and succinct conversation we've had here on this movie. It's like <laughs> just 15 minutes and then we're in and out. Look at us. And now you want to keep going? We, we can dive further. I mean, what more can we say is three against one? I mean, we could always talk about this music, though. I mean, that right, was... Uh, they, they, they need to make a movie just for Fortown. I want to see how they came together yeah. and everything. Why is it called Fortown within its five members? Yeah. I need to know this information. You wouldn't understand. You're not a true fan. Exactly. So <laughs> I need to learn about them so I can become a true fan. But the uh, their opening scene was dope, though. I ain't gonna lie. When they busted out those cages, I was yeah. like, okay. And then they flew. I was I like, mean, all right, they ride I mean, on that, that, that's why that show was $200 a ticket, all right? In 2002 yeah. money. Right. Right. Gosh. Right. Like I mean, I, I kind of really wanted to see that full opening song. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. Like, that would have been... That would have been a good break. We could have enjoyed that. Yeah. Seemed pretty dope. Um, Yeah. So, like, I guess um, a little bit of early trivia business. So, apparently, I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but, like, Billie Eilish and her brother, like, wrote the music for the the music. The the music for the movie. Nice. So. Is this the kind of music she make? No. 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 I've heard of her. I just never heard none of her music. Some hardcore Gen Z sad boy sad girl music, but it's good shit. It's, it's some real good Pop, shit though. Like grunge her music player. is really good depression music. Yeah, yeah, but not like does she, slow. Does she sad. still have green hair? Who knows? She I might don't... be. Is she blonde now? Isn't she getting her Scarlett Johansson on? Maybe. I think she did away with the green. It got a little tired. <laughs> sorry, Billy. You know these if kids gotta to this, continuously sorry. reinvent themselves. These kids. I mean, she is of these kids. Isn't she like 18? Yeah, she's young. I don't think she's 18, but she's not. I'm going to look it up right now. 19? Who's <laughs> taking bets? But um, think about the movie. <laughs> my son really enjoyed it. And I also think like if my wife watched it, she would enjoy it too. Because um, she's Asian? Yeah. Because like you said about the Western culture, and everything is different, and then how you would have to you grow up into doing it. Because we've had conversations where she felt like that, where she, you know, she played the piano, she played the saxophone, she did this, she did that, and everything like that. Yeah. Why did you? You should have really got your wife to list, to be on this episode. We really needed her perspective. She's at work. How am I supposed to know that? I don't know that woman's schedule. Well, I don't you, live you, with her. I, I, right, but I, I, if she would have been off, she definitely would have been on. But she has to work. She's at work right now as we speak. Okay. Mm. Okay. What do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this movie? Um, I'm going to go with 75. Mm. That's optimistic. Oh, it is. It is. But I'm trying to get like a baseline. <laughs> I'm going to guess like 47. And let me go in the middle then. And I will say 60. Okay. Let's do this again, gang. Don't go below 80. Really? Wow. Fram. Fram. Wow. Bam. 75. I said okay. don't go below. <laughs> 80. My bad. My bad. Um, let's go 85. Go 10 up. Fuck it. 90. <laughs> 
95. Wow. Okay. See? Okay. See? What so, Matthew's what, what wrong. What did the critics give it? 69. There's a lot of female woman haters uh, in the audience score on that one, like yourself, Matt. Mm. Hey, man, just because people dislike stuff doesn't mean they hate women. It's, it's okay for, for somebody not like a movie. All right, trivia. <laughs> uh, we're going to keep with the whole men hating women thing here. Great. Turning Red is the second Pixar film directed by a woman. What was the first? A, Up. B, Brave. C, Inside Out. Or D, Finding Dory. So brave. Yeah, I was going to guess brave. Inside out. In 1998, Brenda Chapman became the first woman to direct an animated film from a major studio. DreamWorks is The Prince of Egypt. In 2012, she co-directed the Disney Pixar film Brave with Mark Andrews, becoming the first woman to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Chapman conceived the project and was announced as the director of the film, making her Pixar's first female director. In October 2010, however, she was replaced by Mark Andrews following creative disagreements between her and John Lasseter. There were rumors she left due to Lasseter's misconduct that led to him leaving Pixar. Mm. And we all know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. Um... So Lasseter housed a very toxic work environment at Pixar where it was a requirement for, you know, if he if he's, you know, come in and see what the female animator is doing, you know, it's not it's not un, it's not uncommon for him to, you know, be, you know, giving you little light massages and, you know, giving you hugs and shit. Mm. I don't know. Brave won Academy Award. I love that movie. I mean, most Pixar movies win awards. Really? It's, it's, it's yeah. easier to say which one didn't win on the award. Which would be so like Incredibles, Cars, and all them. They cars, won. Cars two and three were pieces of shit. Well, Cars <laughs> two, Cars two was a piece of shit. That did not win. The Good Dinosaur did not win. <laughs> what about Wally? Yeah, you know that shit won. Wally won. Yeah, I love Wally. I love Wally. All right, uh, Four Town is most likely a mix of Old Town and Toronto-based boy band before Four. May May's name, Mei Lin, uh, means beautiful rose in Chinese, which was most likely uh, intentional due to the, you know, all the red acronography, like the red panda and all that shit, red hair. Last one. Um, Sandra, this is, uh, so Sandra O oh played her mom. This is her fourth Disney movie. She was in Ryan the Last Dragon, uh, Marvel, oh, sorry, uh, Mulan 2, and The Princess Diary, apparently. Hmm. Yeah. Hello, I am here with a very special guest. It's a long time coming, but I was finally able to convince my wife, Yasio, aka Sue, to show up on the podcast. Now she's here. She's just just got through watching the Turning Red movie, so she's here to give her thoughts and perspective on it. First off, Yasu, welcome to the podcast. How does it feel to be on? Um, they don't know what you're doing. This is an audio podcast. You got to speak up. I'm doing good. No, not how you do it. Oh. How, how does it feel to be on a podcast after 47 episodes? Weird. 
Why does it feel weird? Mm, I never wants to. Why you didn't want to? You didn't want to see that your your husband and his friend are out there doing big things. You never wanted to be on. Nah. Why not? I'm not. I'm not good. Or I'm not gonna. I don't like to discussion stuff. Like I'm. I I don't like to speaking like my opinion like this, and then the other one is like my opinion like that. Well, we do that. You do that with me every day. Oh, but I say okay a lot of time the show because I don't like it. You don't like my opinion, or you don't like doing it. I don't like doing it. Oh well, too bad you're on a podcast now. So, uh, after watching Turn It Red, uh, what was your just without giving details? You like it? Didn't like it? It was okay. What was your thoughts about it? I like it. Okay. I, I like it. What parts did you like about it? Mm, I don't have the my favorite like. I don't like, I don't have my favorite one part, but I, I like the movie. I like the movie. So could you see yourself relating to May in any kind of sense, you know, being a young girl and, you know, the sideway conversation was her third, turning 13, you know, maybe starting her period, but then, you know, red panda type of things or the overbearing mother could you relate to anything like that hmm, when i was watching it's some part of remind me when i was kids like relationship with my mother like what time you come home or where you're going and with the who um um like that stuff so those are all yeah like when i was teenagers like that but it's a even it's a little bit of different because i grown up japan and that's the story is in the states so no it was in canada it was in canada so um it's a little different so overall what do you think about the movie you you enjoyed it uh would you watch it again if it was on tv or something maybe Maybe. Maybe, and also, hmm, maybe. But I like the movie. All right, you got anything else to say before we go? Please don't ask me to again to be in the podcast because I'm not good at it. I don't know when whoever, like, to listen to this podcast, this episode, they might think, like, oh, his wife talks a lot. What does she want to say? What does she exactly want to say? Well, how they can like having a conversation normal. Or they can say, I really enjoyed his wife on there. She was so funny. I agreed everything she said. Why are you thinking negative? (laughs) This is first time to be honest. So I don't know, but I'm nervous. Why? I'm nervous. People hate. I would say we don't got a lot of listeners. I know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But I feel like this is first time. And then I feel like. I'm speaking in the front of like, you know, thousand people. It's just me and you right now. I know, I know that, but I'm just. Well, you will be out to not, you said how many people? Thousand. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be out to the world. That's what I'm saying. Right. It could be any country. Mm. 
We, right. we have a lot of listeners in the Philippines and Ireland for some reason. We, 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 we worldwide. That's what I'm saying. You're asking me again. Why not? Well, what, what, what if we get a lot of comments saying, I need, uh, we need uh, Matt to bring back his wife because they love you so much. You ready to be an idol? No, I'm too old for that. Nah, not for podcast world, you're not. <laughs> See, you can you come out here, you can be a new idol on no. the podcast world. No. Why not? Oh, no. You, you want to get this pocket money? I'm trying to, we, me and Chad are trying to get this pocket money. If I, if no, no. I, I do. I do want some pocket money. So then if they tell you to come back and uh, what if this episode blows up because you want, so the next episode we do, it blows up. Then that means you got to be on again. That means the listeners love you. That's how we don't get sponsors. So now. Uh, see, so you need to be on again. If it doesn't, if the number does good, if it don't, then you might not be back on. I should speak to uh, you want to speak, speak some Japanese to them? No, no, nah, nah, go ahead. It's okay. They, see, see, the thing is, to... you get a thing. They might, I told them you Japanese, but they not, they might not believe me. I speak a little Japanese on here from time to time. Mm-hmm. Speak some Japanese to them. Say, uh, ooh, you know what you should do? Say my closing. I say this at every end of every po- podcast. Say my closing in Japanese. I'll say it in English first, and then you say it in Japanese. I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. でもどうでもいいことどうでもどうなどんなことでも思ったことは職場で話しましょうお聞きくださってありがとうございますはいグッジャーグッジャーえでもわかんないようんまあ、でも、でも、でも、でも、でも、でも、でも、でも、でも、